What's going on, world? This what's is Robinson up, Kamara, up? People's Cam, and this is Bad Brad at Brad Hustle. What's good? What's good? And we are the BNR show, take two of the pilot episode. Mm. Apologies, people. Uh, we had some microphone issues on that first take. Uh, that is probably my fault. We're going to go ahead and just We're scrap it. We're going to figure that shit out, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're gonna yeah. figure it out. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. We're just gonna go ahead and scrap that one. We actually got new topics and new things to go over, and uh, we're just gonna do it again. So this is the real episode one. We're probably gonna post the whack episode one as a laughing thing. Looper. And uh, so I'll go ahead and just go go into um, uh, go into our first topic about what the BNR show is gonna be about. Essentially, it's gonna be pretty much. Um, let's just go ahead and go. Just on everything, you yeah. know. Just just everything. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. We're yeah. basically gonna cover everything. We leave, we're leaving nothing out. Oh, no, we're leaving nothing out. See, we're going to represent a little bit of the Black Manosphere fam. We got my man Kevin Samuels. That's the real godfather up there. <clears throat> shout out O'Shea Duke Jackson. And, and actually, uh, big shout out Duke and Don channel. Both of these graphics I'm about to show you are from the Duke and Don channel. Those guys stay pretty pretty balanced on, on uh, their takes on everything current and Manosphere and all that. Uh, next, we have the Red Pill fam. Uh, we got uh, my man Rolo Tomasi at the top. We got nice. the Fresh and Fit Boys. Shout out to and, Rolo. And uh, Alpha Male Strategies. Yeah, shout out to Rolo. The Rational Male, that is a good read. I've only read it anecdotally, or at least little bits at a, at a time, mainly clips. But uh, it's definitely something that uh, some men might want to you know, get into when it comes to upping their, their dating profiles and all that. The Red Pill fam is definitely more engaged in, in dating and that kind of thing, whereas the, the Black Manosphere and the Greater Manosphere at large is kind of more engaged in uh, just man issues at large. For so sure. we're, we're probably going to go ahead and field both. Uh, we, we honestly, we want we want women's opinions. We want women guests. Uh, we're just going to come from things that are at, from a man's perspective. And um, yeah, that's pretty <coughs> much it, man. We, we, I'm going to go ahead and move on to the next topic. This one, this one might hurt a little bit. What you got for us? All right, man. We're moving on to celebrity stuff. Yeah, we'll go ahead. And yes, Hornet star LaMelo Ball linked as father of IG model Anna Montana's unborn <laughs> child. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Man, not to laugh, but man. No, no, no. Why are you laughing? You gotta tell me why oh you're laughing. God. What, what's the funny part? Brother on the same team. Him and uh uh the dude DJ who got with, yeah, oh. Brit- oh, come on, man. What were they having like like simp meetings and shit? Like oh god dang. Bro, come over here. This, hey, this is what we're it's not PC, but he said it. But uh right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I'm gonna go ahead and continue. I'm gonna skip past the most of this story and just go to her Instagram post. And whenever the girl you're smashing on the side posts, I am in love with the human that I haven't met. Busted. Ooh, you might not have been needing to shoot up the clubs, you know what I'm saying? Shoot the club up. Oh, yeah. Shoot the club up. And we all know Brittany Renner. Like, I mean, she's she's from the school of Brittany Renner. Right. You know, that's a role model, probably. Like, yo, they I look probably, up to Brittany. She, they probably be talking. They be man, you know they in a group chat. Uh, you know these type of women are in group chat. What would you title the group chat? What do you think the head title is going to be? <laughs> City Girls Up. City Girls Up. <laughs> man. Right, well, shit, we're going to start wearing Hot Boys Up. Yeah. Man, hey, no, City Boys Up, man. We're going to, and honestly, they probably already started that one uh, from the, what's that divorce? The Kelly Clarkson divorce? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to leave this this celebrity story. We're going to go ahead and put, we're going to go ahead and go back to some of our content. Now, if you have followed either Brad Hustle or the show on Instagram, you've seen that we post polls to get you the viewers to get more involved in the show. So, we want to hear from ladies and men and kind of get into the nitty-gritty of relationship topics. So, we're going to go ahead and move right to one of our survey questions. Oh man, my bad. That looks bad. Ooh. 
<laughs> While in a relationship or marriage, would you prefer your man to pay all the bills or are y'all splitting it 50 50? And what is your reasoning? Mm. Mm. Yeah, we got some pretty good, some pretty good feedback on this one. We got some nice natural feedback. Uh, natural. All the feedback on the show will be displayed anonymously. So anonymously. please feel free to be as candid as possible with us. Don't uh, be scared now. Call in. Kind of lay back on the insults, but some of them are pretty funny. So <laughs> I want to hear them. I'm laughing. <laughs> Whoever that guy is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, we got a pretty good split. We're not going to go into these. I'm going to just click through these. Like, these are the actuals. And as you can see, the users are just numbers. So, but we'll go ahead. We'll, we'll, we'll get to the breakdown. We'll go ahead and get yeah. to the breakdown. So, I All actually right. have somebody call in, too. So, let me oh, go ahead word? and play a little thing that she called in. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, while, while, my, man, while my man Brad Hustle is getting, getting this uh, queued up so we can hear one of the audible responses, uh, we'll, we'll have the... Uh, the percentages up here on the board right here. So let me know when you got that queued up, and I'll quit running my mouth. Get it. <laughs> all right, man. It's all you, brother. So this is this is somebody who came in anonymously. Anonymously, can't even say the word. It's a big word. It's a big. <laughs> 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 it's the Modelo. Hey, he, he he's not into having big things in his mouth. Hey, oh, no. pause. <laughs> pause. I just got demonetized. I apologize. Definitely. So. So she she called in because uh, she was on the way to work. You know we don't want you texting and driving. So you can also send an audio because if you're driving to the work, I send it early in the morning, probably like six a.m. So I know most of y'all get up early and y'all go to work. So if you're driving to work, if you gotta deal with your kids, you can always hit the audio button, send in the audio. We will chop it up. We will analyze it. And we will make sure that you nobody knows who you are. Some people may know your voice, but hey, a lot of people won't. So I'm gonna go ahead and get into it. Here we go. To your topic, I ain't splitting no fucking bills with nobody. Only a roommate. You want to be my roommate? Like, you want to be that person 50-50? Then you're my roommate. You're just, we're not, we're not together. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. I can't lie. I love it. I love it. I, I, I love, love how honesty, how honest she is. Bro, that honest. was direct. Right. That's a, I, I would much rather a woman speak to me like that than try to make <clears> me guess was, what's in her brains. Like I was saying, what's crazy is that we asked the guys about, do you want a dependent or independent woman? Most of them were saying that they want an uh, independent woman. So they were saying that they also want to split the bills 50-50 and they also want to, you know, like handle things together. And like, you, bro, how long do you think that's going to last? Man. Like, at what age do you think your woman's going to want to retire at, to be honest? So at some point, you're going to have to be the breadwinner of the family. All right, yeah. So it's like it's kind of crazy for you to be setting yourself up to not be that. But all right, we'll see. On that note, uh, like I'm gonna go ahead and pull up the numbers. And out of 62 people that answered that responded to the survey, or uh 62 women that responded to the survey, uh, it looks like we have a 61 percent on the 50-50. Yikes. As right. in, like they want to split the bills. It's yeah. crazy, yeah, that's crazy too, because it's like, hey. But I've, I, that's what I'm wondering. You want to split the bills? Yes, for now, because you like you you ask you ask somebody a question, and they more so gonna ask they're gonna answer you based on how they feel right now in the moment, right? So what I'm trying to say is like, how long are you actually gonna work? Hey, see, all right, all right. And, and in my personal experience, all right. So the relationships, uh, the least this is kind of anecdotal based on my friends and what I've seen. The relationships that uh, start off young, they kind of have like uh, like. 
like by the time they get to their thirties, they have like a high relationship credit score. Like they'll get all the way up to the eight hundreds because they started in the six hundreds together. Their finances might not have been all together at once. Somebody was covering, somebody was the other. And by by the by the time they're in the thirties, they have both put in so much equity into this organization that is their relationship that I can kind of see the 50-50 thing being more prevalent. Right. And then not to mention that like the average American, that's ninety percent. Of women in married or women in committed relationships will still have to work in some sort of fashion, for whether sure. that be a 70 30 split for sure or something like that. Yeah. So, sure. like, I, I think I think the real the 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 50 50 part of this is kind of it kind of draws it a little bit. It kind of makes it a little bit one of those things like huh, like it, it although like everybody's being realistic on a 70 30. Mm hmm. So I'm I'm not knocking anybody. Like, so right. I got a woman's perspective on that. Why yeah, why women are saying 50 50? Let me go ahead and play that. Oh, okay. We got we got more audio. We got more audio. Let's hear it. More. We got one more. You see, females that say 50 50 is they're saying 50 50 because they want 50 percent of the fucking independency. Like females nowadays don't know how to be independent and be dependent. Like they just want to be independent in a relationship. Like, nah, bro, you gotta pick one. You gotta, you got, you can't pick and choose when you're gonna be independent and dependent. You know, be independent in the self, uh, in the sense of self love, self care, but be dependent in the in the relationship of your man, and be able to to Shut have the security up, within yourself that if something did go wrong in your relationship, you should be able to to step up. You know, but. No. Yeah. Once Step again, up, fellas. Set yourself up to be the breadwinner. Once again, I am really feeling this user's honesty. Or uh, yeah, so we're gonna have to make sure to give her. Yeah, get her back on the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah. We gotta she, get her back. Man, we can get we can get her to call. We can get her to call in. Like you know, blur, blur face, fake name. I just want to hear some of that real right there. Uh, she she said something that I would like to touch on that because I've I've experienced this in my in my dating age. And uh, that some a lot of women that say they want that 50 50, they kind of want it as a leverage piece mm. as a I, I can I can mm. get out of this relationship at any time. Right. If I need to. Right. And I it, can bounce at any moment because your money means nothing because I have money as well. Yes. And the one thing that we provide as men is money because we can we we our resources. Yes. We provide. Yes, exactly. Resources. Right. Yes. Traditionally, men have always provided resources. What's changed in the modern in the recent history is now women are allowed to provide their own, which is all well and good. But this is changing the dating dynamics. And Ooh. some of these people are staying single because they're, you know, they they these social constructs don't necessarily adhere to reality and at least not immediately. Right. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I like that. I like that person's honesty. We're going to have to make sure to hit her up, uh, shoot her a DM and get her back. Talking to the mic. Oh, yeah. Get her back in the show. Sorry about that. And um, all right. Uh, anything else on those stats? Mm -hmm. No, that one. We got more every Wednesday. I will DM you. Follow me on Instagram at Brad Hustle. Every Wednesday, I hit the women up with a question. Every Friday, I hit the guys up. Friday, I'm kind of iffy because you guys be busy. I understand you are the breadwinner or you should be setting yourself up to be the breadwinner. So I understand that you're busy. You don't have time to reply to my crazy ass hitting you in the dm like bro what you think about your girl you know i understand so no trip on the guys but ladies every wednesday i understand you're at that desk job i understand that you're probably sitting down on your phone on twitter on instagram <laughs> on tiktok trying to oh i understand you know what i'm saying so go ahead and reply to me go ahead and respond and oh yeah we, we greatly appreciate it we greatly appreciate it we're gonna crunch the numbers keep it anonymous and yeah so be honest be as honest as you want with us it's gonna be good
All right. So yeah, actually, we're gonna we, we go. Ahead. Yeah, I'm gonna m- move on to the next topic. So whenever it comes down to uh, getting guests involved on the show and all that, we're gonna be one of those shows that vets. We don't. We don't want to be. Uh, we we want to have contentious conversations. It's okay to not disagree, but we don't need any hostility At or all. disrespect <clears throat> in our house. So, so yeah, this this set's gonna. So I'm gonna go ahead. We have an open ended conversation. We don't. We don't need anybody cutting anybody off. We don't need anybody being disrespectful. Everybody has a chance to speak when you step on the platform. This isn't, I don't want to hear from you. I don't want to speak to you. I don't want to talk to you. Like, allow the person to speak. Allow that other person to speak. And another thing, this is our home. We we stay here. This is our studio. If we bring you on the show and you literally have somebody with you and they're out of control, we need you to get them in check. We need you to handle that situation because we take it as very big disrespect. Not only on the guests, we're feeling like they're disrespecting us on the friendship that we're allowing you to bring this person into the studio. So we need you to handle all situations before it gets out of hand. All right, man. I really appreciate you saying that one. And on that note, I'm going to go ahead and this is this is more on philosophy and just ways of debating. And this is one one of my really big issues with people debating that that people have a problem with. I might have a problem with it. If I end up doing it, call me out but we're gonna try to avoid this kind of thing right here. This is from the Texas State University uh, Philosophy Department, and this is called the straw person, AKA the straw man argument. This fallacy occurs when attempting to refute another person's argument, you only address the weak or distorted version of it. The straw person, like kind of like the scarecrow, is a misrepresented as a misrepresentation of an opponent's position or a competitor's to tout their own argument or product as superior. This fallacy occurs when the weak, weakest version of the argument is attacked while the stronger ones are ignored. So pretty much if I ask you, let's say, let's take a personal example from recently. If, if I ask you, can you cook? And you're, you give me the blah, blah, blah on what you can cook, but you, you respond to me on, can I build a house? All right. Don't ask me a question when I ask you a question. Yeah. Answering a question with another question when you're in somebody's place is already rude, but let's go, let's go ahead and say like, let's go ahead and act like those things are equal questions. They're not. All right. That is a straw man. That is a straw man argument. No, I can't build a house. I'm not a house builder, but can I afford to get one built? Yes. Does, should that count in the same set sense in this argument? For sure. We don't live back in the 1920s, but yet you're, you could literally cook in the kitchen right now. So <laughs> trying, trying to get me to attack that scarecrow or that that straw man argument, and I use the word attack. If you get triggered by me saying the word attack when it comes to addressing your argument, you're already way off base in this channel. You probably should just get out of here right now. I don't want to hear it from. I don't want to hear from men. I don't want to hear from the simp dudes that sit here and protect it. It's not going to happen. So if I address your straw man, red herring. Bullshit argument as bullshit. I'm not cussing you out. I did not call you a B. I didn't say anything to you, but your argument is trash and you're coming at me with disrespect and I don't have to take it. If anybody comes in this studio and says, that's not the question I asked you. We're the ones asking the questions. All right. Like, like they're, they're- no, we, we, we're okay with you asking. We're okay with you asking those questions, but don't be rude. Don't yeah. don't don't come don't come yes. at us as if like you're trying to control the situation. There's not we we this is our platform. This is our show. We are ultimately in control. But ultimately, this is an open end conversation. It's open. You don't have to try to control it. It's already controlled. 
as long as long, stay in your lane. Hey, as long stay as we attack lane. these things with respect, we're gonna be okay. So, like, I'm not gonna lie. Whenever we do have guests on, uh, if they're in studio and they start talking over people, I will most likely mute their mic just to give them a warning so we can try to get back on you're base. Uh, if you're call, if uh, yeah, yeah, if you're call, if you're calling in, uh, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I will mute your mic. Do the same thing. We're not trying to kick people out. We're trying to keep the the keep the pace. Keep everything on point. Keep this discussion going and get to know at least both sides. I don't expect women to agree with most of the things I'm saying. I don't. Because I don't agree with some of the things that y'all are saying. I ain't going to lie to right. you. Right. But. but I also don't expect to be cut off mid-sentence and then act like I'm supposed to accept that. Like, no, no. You <laughs> cut me off mid-sentence and I start saying, don't talk over me. And I, I'm, ex I'm trying to explain what you're doing is a straw man argument. You don't give a shit. I don't care. At that point, you're not listening to me. You're on my set. You can get the hell out. All right. Like this, that's not how we're going to do it. All right. So uh, that's, that's all uh, when it comes to respectful debate and uh, the straw man, AKA the red herring fallacy. Uh, I'm done on that. Let's do the RIP. Oh yeah. 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 Let's go ahead. Uh, I don't have news, any, I don't have any photos. News, I don't news. have any photos set up, man, but I'm gonna go ahead and just say the brilliant quote from my brother, Michael K. Williams. A man's got to have a code. <clears throat> <laughs> All right. That's yeah, that, that's Omar from the wire. Golly. A man's gotta have a code, okay? Without this, a doubt. And this man, no, he he took that from, from on screen to off screen. This man had a code. I highly recommend you guys. Uh there's a there's a streaming app called Pluto TV. You can watch free content, it's got some commercials in it, but it's still good stuff. There's a show called Black Market with Michael K. Williams. It's a docu-series where he goes to some of the poorest areas of America and all over the all over the world, actually, and just shows how poor people live. So you get to see the real him. You get to see how 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 a dude. First of all, this dude is so welcome in any hood, like you can tell that he actually lived it. Right. Like, oh my God, dude, this dude is in Newark, New Jersey with some real hitters and they respect him. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean that scar on his face should say something. Right. So I mean, I'm not we're not gonna go into any anything about the cause. We got a homie look like just that. like him too. <laughs> yeah, we gotta do though. <laughs> shout out hey. to Wesley Miles. <laughs> <laughs> hey, big shout out to Big Wes. But yeah, yeah. Uh just on awesome respect, man. Uh, I, I highly recommend go watch Black Market. Um Michael K. Williams. I'm gonna I'll put the link in the description for you. One more thing, one more yeah. thing. Since you're talking about what people should watch, this okay. is what people should listen to because okay. I, I hit a trend. Okay, I've been jamming Young Boy lately. I got it on my mind. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you yeah. know how it go. So I've been jamming Young Boy lately, and I was just sitting back driving. I was thinking, like, man, you know what? New Orleans is kind of killing it right now, especially Young Boy. And I was like, man, he kind of influencing the young kids because I got brothers that's like 19, they're 20 years old. So he's kind of like the culture of what they're doing and how they think and the, like the process of everything that they're going through, right? Big facts. So I was like, man, he's kind of killing the culture right now. Okay. So I was like, man, when I was growing up, it was Lil Wayne. He from the same, you know what I'm bro, saying? We got, bro, we got multiple generations of, of that's, bro, Wayne. That's, that's two. Bro, Wayne had us from the car. Every one of the Carters is pretty much the Bible back, back in the day. Right. So now imagine like I was thinking about my uncle and like my pops air a little bit. Like kind of Master P was kind of on this thing, man. Now for the Bro, culture of hey, hip hop down hey, south, hey, you I know they say Atlanta's be running stuff, man. I'm not gonna talk about Cali; they in yeah. their own atmosphere. Yeah. But we talking about down south. I want to say for down south, Orleans, yeah, they own it. Tell me the truth. Did you own one of those old school No Limit 
No, no limit uh, CDs. That was plastic. No, nah, see what was funny they, is that they, they had the little plastic case. Everybody had their little glass case. No limit had the plastic. I'm talking bright orange on the silk to shocker. No, nah, see my family, they from <laughs> Trinidad, so I came over here like, well, they, I'm from here. Oh, they yeah. came over here, yeah. So I was, I had like you real, I had ass a, nigga. Yeah, you know what it is. We, <laughs> hey, they get the trip and I'm out. <laughs> I'm, out. I'm going, baby. I'm going, going back, back. To be Trinity, Trinity, Trinity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take so, my ass with you, dog. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I my first CD actually was Get Rich or Die Trying. It was the clean version. It's probably like seventh grade. So that was my was first one. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really. And I think after that, I started bootlegging with my homeboy Greg, and I was just like, Hey, my parents yeah. were were buying me the the clean versions too, and I'd bootleg our friends, man. Hey, we had we had shout we had active fans. Get Rich or Die Trying. Hey, clean dude, version. hey shout Appreciate out to the that, massacre, boy. dog. That shit got me through track season, bro. I was hustling hip -hop, hip -hop. to that stuff. Hip hop forever, and like this dude just said, uh, New Orleans has been doing it for multiple generations. <laughs> God damn, for I the have, culture, bro, for how they influenced the way they, that that the culture for Black people kind of move in down south, like Master P put on the, the twerking, and then when people found out that he does business stuff, that even went hand in hand with what he was doing. Lil Wayne changed the culture, but like, yo, I'm out here doing what I gotta do. I'm drinking, I'm smoking, I'm tattooed up. The first rapper to come out really that just made. Tattoos on the face, mainstream, drinking, mainstream, freestyling, changing the way people got on the beat. I don't write hey, no more. Love him or hate him, he was being himself and he was making it work. And I'm we were all yeah, jamming. Dude. We was in art dog, class yeah. jamming Lil bro, Wayne. Like, bro, you had white girls man. at our high school talking about Lil Wayne is sexy. I got into one of the biggest you know, he's arguments. Like, you know, this nigga's like four, you know, three. No, I'm just I was kidding. like, man, nah. I was like, <laughs> if Lil Wayne walked into this pool party right now, y'all would be afraid. I'm the only black man here for a reason. Nigga, dress probably falling out and shit. I'm the dread that just dangling by a thread. Like, no, bro, he had he had that. He had that popping, but that's how they feel about young boy. And he all he talks about is violence, all you talk about is death. And these people just like whew, just flock and to him, you know. I'm not hating on I, I jam young boy, like I said, I've been I can't, I can't, I got lie. a young brother, so they keep me in the loop of who's really popping and everything. And Irvin, let's not talk about Irvin, yeah. We'll oh, get there later, we'll get there later, we'll get there later. No, when it comes down to uh, to, to young boy, I mean, like, as much as he's promoting things that I'm not necessarily trying to promote to the youth, I mean, whenever it comes down to speaking their existence, which is what gangster rap is, and I'm kind of torn whether that is a good thing or a bad thing for the community because I love that we have an outlet that people respect that we get to talk about our real stories and right. get it to hit global, right? Like, like yeah, you hear rap music when you're in Europe, right? But on the downside, that's how they see us. Right. And it kind of projects <clears throat> somewhat of a negative uh, uh, image. Right. So, But you got to remember how hip hop started. So, yeah. you know, if you if you in the hip hop, you know how we say it was fuck the police. So we say fuck everybody who got a negative outlet on it. We expressing how what we went through in the neighborhood. There is music who does do the uplifting. Big Sean. Shout out to Big Sean. Hey, shout out Toby Nguyen. That dude's holding it down in Houston. Oh, my God. That's some soulful stuff. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm hella black, bro. What's that one thing? Uh, Wolf of Wall Street. You know it. <laughs> All right. Actually, that's a, that, that, that's, that's how we're gonna close it, man. Yeah, yeah. We're we about to close that on note, that, man. man. We're we having way wild, too man. much fun over here, man. This is Robinson Kamara, the People's Camp. Brad Thag, check me out on uh, Brad Hustle on Instagram. And this is the BNR show. We appreciate you watching, and we are out. Yeah. Peace. Oh, 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 oh,